you for joining us at Bangalore Revival Center. We are a church that's dreaming revival with God and serving people in love. It is our desire to equip you to represent Jesus and carry his great joy to the ends of the earth. If you'd like to learn more about us, you can visit dreamingrevival.com. Now, as you listen to the word, we believe that God will minister to you. I'm going to be very short and I promise, okay, I'll be very short uh, because, uh, you know, we are in a season of, of fasting and worship. So, uh, we will get back into a time of worship. But before that, I'll quickly uh, share what God puts in my heart uh, and uh, go to the next slide. Tell me what's written. Okay, everybody know what fact is? Okay, now, how many of you rely on facts? I love facts. I love facts. How many of you over here rely on facts? Raise your hand. How many of you don't rely on facts? Raise your hand. Okay, there is a group of people who... <laughs> I, I don't know, you know? Maybe, maybe not, okay? Uh, Okay, 50-50 facts, all right. Now, this is what it means. The meaning of fact is the, a thing that is known or proved to be true. Yeah, a thing that is known or proved to be true, all right? So if a fact is known to you, which means it's proved, so you need to make sure that before you share any fact, you should do a study and understand that this fact is true, all right? Just don't uh, read any facts and start sharing with everybody. And that is what we are expert nowadays over WhatsApp, you know? Anything that comes, uh, they have given a cute arrow button, you just press and you start sending it to everybody. Don't do that, okay? Just make sure that you know your fact. And, uh, you know, the reason I'm sharing is because uh, I was, I grew up in a Christian family, you know, I was born to, uh, uh, to my mother and father who was going, they were going in a church and uh, honestly speaking, I had no other choice. I was forced, okay, I was dragged to church every Sunday. For me, church for a very, till the age of 15, it was just fun, you know, you just go there, play with your bunch of friends, uh, after church you get good snacks, you eat as much snacks as you want and then your stomach is upset the next day. And then, you know, uh, that was church for me for, for most part of my, my childhood. And after a time when, when I started really taking God seriously, I realized that I had my doubts, I'll be very honest, you know, because uh, you, you, I was a Discovery fan. Trust me, no, I will watch Discovery whole day, especially in Hindi translation, oh, it was beautiful. And uh, I used to watch Discovery, and there are a lot of things happening. And on top of that, in school, they were teaching about evolution. And you know, I had my doubts. I am uh, I'm not ashamed to confess that, yes, I had my doubts before. But then, I had few people around me, men and men of God, uh, very few women of God, which, uh, now I have a lot of women of God around me, so I'm proud, you know, even the women's generation is, is growing and preaching and, and, and so keep it up, you know, because the ministry of God is not only for men of God, it's also for women of God. Amen. And the women of God in the house say, Amen, Amen. all right. So I, I started uh, 
asking questions to my pastor. And my pastor, I ask a lot of questions. My wife is irritated. I don't know people around me. Uh, when it comes to gathering facts, getting knowledge, I ask questions. I ask a lot of questions. And he is also fed up. And he said, like, Tum kitna sawal ho? Like, how, much, how many questions do you ask? The reason is because I want to know the truth. Okay? And uh, I had few people around me. Among that, there was a man of God. His name was Dr. Ron Charles. Uh, he, re he wrote a book called The Search. And it says the historical search for a historical Jesus. Uh, I believe I've shared about this before as well. And, you know, after spending uh, quite some time with him, my job was to take him in and around rickshaw, around, you know, to, to eat food. So I was just his, his caretaker. But whatever he used to share and speak about Jesus, oh, it used to just amaze me. And one thing I realized when I read that book, The Search, you know, uh, his story begins uh, by, he, he was a, a, a pastor's son, and he used to study in a, in a school. So one day in school, he was reading Bible. So I, I'm not sure if it was school or college, but he was reading Bible uh, uh, during free time. So his professor walked in, and uh, he saw that, uh, that Ron is reading a Bible. So he looked at the Bible, and uh, he, he closed the Bible. And he said, this is all false. There is no fact in it. It's, it's, it's a mythical book. Okay, now you know there are a lot of mythologies in and around. Somebody saw a dream, somebody read, a, uh, you know, had a vision and they wrote a book. So that's what that, that professor told uh, Ron, uh, Dr. Ron, uh, that this is not uh, true or this is not, there is no fact in it. And that day he decided, okay, I will prove to the world, not to him, okay, because when you want to prove to some one individual, uh, it's more like a revenge, okay? He didn't want to take revenge. He didn't want to prove something to an individual. He wanted to prove to the world that Jesus is real. Bible is real. And that's where he started his search. He became an archaeologist. You know, he went to every part of the world, wherever Bibles are mentioned, and you know, he went there, he did excavation. In fact, he was the part of the team that went to the the last trip that happened to the Noah's Ark in Mount Ararat. He was in that group. There were around 15 to 20 people. He was part of that group. And he went and he saw the broken Ark of Noah. You know, because it's been so many years, it's, it's, it's lying on that mountain, it's broken. And he saw that. And when he started sharing his facts, his, his theories, his uh, own eyewitness, you know, my faith started building and I real and my fact became very very strong and you know I came to a point that even if Dr. Ron Charles comes and tells today like you know uh, whatever I shared was false it's hard to believe him because over the period walking with my mentor my spiritual father Pastor Shaiju Matthew with Pastor Priji and all the Revive Nations leader and with you people, I've, I know that a, there is a God that exists. Amen? Yeah. Is there anybody here who believes that God doesn't exist? Raise your hand. 
It's okay. It's okay to have doubt, uh, you know, but it's not okay to serve God, to worship God with the doubt. All right? And, uh, you know, because a lot of people rely on fact, there's another term that will come on your screen. Can everybody read what that term is? Okay, everybody know what atheism is? Okay, it's, it simply means that they, they believe that there is no deity or there is no God or there is no existence of God. So that is what atheism is. And that's a sad part, you know, because if God has called us to be the salt and light in this world, atheism should not exist around you at least. Okay, I, I don't know if, if we can ever eradicate atheism from the entire world. I don't know if it's possible because, you know, enemy is at work. He is like a roaring lion. He's trying his best. He's pulling people away from God. He's trying his best so that, you know, he will rule over everybody. But it is our individual responsibility that we make sure that people like this group who say that there is no God, okay, you should be having fact in your own life. You should have testimony in your own life. You should be confident in the word of God and preach the gospel to them and say, no, there is a God who exists, who created the world, who sent his only begotten son on this earth. He lived on this earth. He did ministry. He died for yours and my sin. He was put into a grave, but on the third day, he rose again, amen? And he went to heaven. He sent his Holy Spirit, and he's seated on the right hand of God, interceding for you and me, amen? That's the gospel, and that's the truth. Trust me, this is fact, okay? You know, in Proverbs, uh, Psalms 14, 1, it says, come on, read, read it together. Only fools say in their hearts, there is no God. They are corrupt and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. Amen. It's only a fool. Okay. So the previous group of category that I just mentioned, Bible calls them fool. Okay. I'm not calling them. Okay. I am nobody to, to tell anybody. But Bible says they are fools. Okay. And I know this church is a very spiritual, intelligent church. Amen. All right. My wife is giving a cue that I'm saying a lot of okay. <laughs> All right, so since we are talking about fact, uh, I'll share you a fact from the Bible. Uh, maybe most of you would know, but uh, let me share, okay? Here's a fact about song in the Bible, okay? How many songs are there in the Bible? So there are 185 songs in the Bible, okay? Did anybody knew? Okay, I didn't count, okay? I Googled it, all right? So if you want fact, Use Google the right way. Amen? Now, 80% of them are in Psalms. All right? And how many of you love the book of Psalms? Raise your hand. Turn to your neighbor and say, I love the book of Psalms. It's full of songs. Yeah, 80% are songs. And when were those songs written? Okay? When, uh, you know, there were songs of worship, songs of praise, but if you study the entire Psalms, we just did a, a, a study on the book of Psalms in our previous anchor group, uh, and 
you know, it's full of songs and it's written in a very low time, very sad time, you know, when people, heart is heavy, uh, especially King David, you know, he wrote most of the songs. But, you know, the first song that is mentioned in the Bible is the song uh, in Exodus 15. Okay, it's uh, Moses sings the first song, all right? And when I was reading, I was really uh, surprised to know the last song that is mentioned in the Bible, it's in Revelation 15. And it's also by Moses, okay? So it's not an exact replica, but very similar song is, is sung in Revelation 15 as, as uh, Exodus 15 is mentioned in Revelation 15 as well. In fact, there is a book itself in the Bible, which is called as Song of Songs, okay? Uh, some say it's Song of Solomon's, all right? Now, why there are songs in the Bible? Can somebody tell me why there are so many songs in the Bible? And you know, the re remaining 20%, uh, yesterday Pastor Preji was sharing about how, how Mary sang the song when, when, you know, when she came to know that she's having Jesus uh, after meeting Elizabeth, you know. Uh, in, I think it's in Luke chapter one, uh, the song is mentioned. And, and there are so many songs that are mentioned in the Bible. Why does, why are there so many songs in the Bible? Correct, there is, there's a way of expressing. Okay. Yeah, it's a way of worship, you know, because God loves song. Okay. Now, do you know your job description if you reach heaven? Like, I don't know why I use the word if, because you have to work hard. Okay, you have to work hard, all right? Uh, you have to live a righteous life. Now, when we all are in heaven, what is our job description? All right, now, if you don't know how to worship on earth, trust me, it's gonna be very hard and to, to worship in, in, in heaven, amen? Now, if you don't worship with a loud voice in midst of so many billions of people, your voice won't be heard. So, make the most of this time of practicing worship in this house so that it's easy to worship in heaven. Amen. Trust me, if you, if you get tired in a few hours, you know what's the, the, the job cycle, like, I mean, the shift in heaven to worship? 24-7. Okay, it's not only 24-7 for a few days, for a few work weeks, or a few months, or a few years, or even for a few decades. It's for? Okay, so trust me, you need to work really, really hard here. Amen. And that is why God has called you and I to worship. And I'm so happy that we are in, 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 this, in this month of fasting and worship. We're going to worship. And how many of you love to worship? Raise your hand. How many of you don't like to worship? Raise your hand. I'm not here to talk about facts, okay? Because, uh, you know, Pastor Shaiju, uh, he is, is sharing the word of God from Montreal. Uh, you know, it's, we've been tuning and he's teaching about the soul and the spirit and, and the balance. The fact is for your soul, and it is needed, it is required, okay? Fact is for your soul, fact is for your body. If you, if you make sure that you know your facts, it will help you to live on this earth a better way. But faith is something that you require. So today I'm not here to talk about facts, okay? Fact 
it's there all on the internet, on the Google, and you download few apps, you know, I follow few, few Instagram handles, and you know, they just keep sharing facts one after the other. And you know, it's, it's good to know so many beautiful facts from the Bible, you know, uh, there are so many facts that are mentioned in the Bible, historically proven, and you know, nobody can deny that that God do not exist, Jesus didn't walk on this earth. There are facts that prove that Jesus walked on this very earth, all right? So fact will make you wise, okay? Fact will make you wise. How many of you want to become wise? Oh, every hands are raised, praise God, all right? Fact will make you wise, okay? But you know what faith will do? Faith will make you a friend of God. Man. Now, let's talk about faith. Everybody have faith here? Okay. Now, I'm, going, I'm just going to quickly run through uh, one of the best chapter in the Bible about faith. Okay. I'm going to finish soon because we're going to worship. I am ready and excited to worship. You know, Armstrong, you know, I love when Armstrong worships, all right? How many of you love the worship? Man, yeah. All right, you know, go, go, give him a hug, thank him, bless him, you know. Uh, so we're going to worship, but before that, let's run through Hebrew 11. You know, it's, it's a beautiful book, which is mentioning about all the, the great men and women of God in the Bible who had faith. All right, let's read verse 1. It says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. All right. Now, fact is something that is proven. You can see, you can read, there is evidence, all right? But faith is something that we cannot see, all right? Now, it's, you know, we like to see things, you know, we like to, to, to read things. We, we want to know that these things exist. Then it's easy to believe, agree? Hola. Okay. So, uh, but, you know, Bible says, blessed are the people who believe or who have faith, in, even though they have not seen. All right. So, we need to have faith on things that we don't see. All right. Verse 2, it says, through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation all right everybody wants to have a good reputation right you know we make sure that we maintain our life we have a good reputation we wear the best clothes we we talk the right things we don't say anything wrong all right uh, sometimes just to maintain reputation i'm not talking about this church but i know few christian people just to maintain good reputation they will not share the gospel because they may feel that that uh, the people will get offended. And I'm sure this is not the church, all right? So, through faith, they earned a good reputation, okay? Now, if you want to earn good reputation in the eyes of God, you have to work on your faith, okay? And faith is not something that Monday you get and you can sustain it for the rest of your life. You know, you have to work on your faith on a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, for your entire life you are on earth, you have to work on your faith, all right? Are we willing to do that? All right, I'll, I will quickly run through all the examples in the Bible. By faith, 
what happened god created everything and we believe in creation we believe in the creation of god and not evolution of a man's theory yeah. all right we believe that god created everything and you know uh, i was uh, you know i have a complaint with with you know all the men especially pastor shaiju and and pastor priji that you know when pastor priji said you have to prepare a sermon i am making notes i am making points and they are just preaching the same point and i am frustrated i am like what in the world is happening there's nothing new left for me to preach today morning if you tune in pastor shaiju was talking about the same thing about creation and evolution you know because there is a group of people who believes in evolution and here's here's fact that he's sharing that we all were created god created everything you know it's not a a bomb blast happened in a space and we all came into existence all right the second example is abel you know nobody who brought the first uh, sacrifice or offering in the bible it's abel i have no clue how he he came to know uh, because he never saw his parents doing it neither adam nor eve came and gave offering or a sacrifice to god but abel did because he had a revelation and you know the consequence of his revel- uh, of his offering or his sacrifice what happened to abel he was killed the next day all right now that's the scary part in the in the in the last few slides we going to meaning going to also uh study about what hebrew 11s talk about the consequence of having faith all right because you know there is a church group they only talk about faith and have faith you will be healed have faith you will have money have faith you will have financial breakthrough but you need to read the entire hebrew 11 just don't hand pick few verses that suits you that excites you and that make you feel good yes abel by his faith he he sacrificed but what was the consequence of it he lost his life okay but there was enoch you know by his faith when he was walking with god daily you know and you know god you god used to love walking with enoch because of his faith in god god just took him he was no longer all right and i want to be like enoch okay i want uh to just got to come and take away so that we don't have to wait for all those end time revolution and all all right <laughs> all right let's let's see the next verse it's hebrew chapter 11 verse 6 it says and come on read it together and it is impossible to please god without faith all right it's impossible okay it's a fact that you cannot please god without faith okay anyone who wants to come to him must believe that god exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him okay i don't know some people just seek him they just want to seek god you know why because there is another verse uh, verse in the bible that i seek him and all these things would be added unto him so they just seeking him but here the author is saying that you need to sincerely seek him so you know we we talked about atheism okay this this was if if you tell them that you know god exist and you must believe in him then 
he will reward okay is there anybody over here who has been sincerely pursuing god has and has no reward in life trust me because you know that the reason i am standing here is because god rewarded a life in abundance god gave us you know the best reward that you and i as a christian have is uh, he chose us to be his people amen and you know few months back uh, sasha had an accident and you know this life that she has is a reward from god all right and we all know you know we all know there were times or moments in our life that uh, we were almost lost or we were almost gone but god rewarded us with this life so please don't waste it okay we you know i'm not not condemning but we are here to live for god to glorify god to worship god inside outside and around us all right because if we walk on this earth if we live in a community if we work in an office space if we do things there is no way that our light cannot shine and people cannot observe it okay that our life has salt and people cannot walk up to us and say like hey there is something different in you all right that's that's a, a christian life that you and i are supposed to to live by faith all right the next verse and it says all these people you know all these people that you see died still believing what god has promised them all right now abraham you know abraham was told that that you will be father of nations all right but did he ever live to see that no he died okay and they did not receive what was promised but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it okay that's faith they did not see it but they still believe and because of their belief there was a generation that came into existence and because of that god worked through them and because of that you and i are here so it is our responsibility that maybe god would have promised lot of things so many things will come to pass in your lifetime but some things will not but you have to hold on those faith so that our our upcoming generation can be built up on strong foundation okay our children you know pastor priji was uh, sharing about joel chapter 1 and you know we are called for generations amen yeah. all right so what we believe what faith we have we will make sure that the fire of god the the facts of god the faith that we have will continue for our generations to come all right it's okay um, no okay i'll skip that line uh, and next verse it says and they agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth okay they were foreigners you know um, there's the i don't know somewhere i read the full form of bible what is the full form of bible basic all right so we all know that we are not here forever okay we are a foreigner now they were able to live a life of faith you know god promised them and they were not looking 
in present, because you know, we all have a one-year plan, five-year plan, 10-year plan. We have a retirement plan even before we start working, all right? And, but they knew that they are foreigners, they are nomads here on Earth, and we don't belong here, okay? It's easier to live by faith if you don't attach yourself to the things of the Earth. Okay, it's easy. Uh, I know we have responsibilities, you know, we have to work to feed our family. We have to, to do hard work and toil, because Bible is clear, those who work hard, only they should be get paid, all right? So, have faith, okay? Let your fa facts be so sure, but have faith on things that even facts don't you don't agree with all those facts, okay? Have faith on things that you have not seen, okay? Is there anybody who has seen heaven here? Okay, but have faith, believe that one day we will be in heaven, amen? All right, now here comes the scary part, okay? I was, I was thinking, should I stop on this verse? Should I complete? But this is what happened, you know? You, you read the book of uh, Hebrew chapter 11, uh, so many men of women of God are mentioned, but in the later part, there were consequences because of their faith. All right? Now the next slide will come. Don't get scared. But this is what happened because of their faith. They were tortured. They were jeered. They were chained. They died. They were destitute. They were op oppressed and they were mistreated. Okay, it's mentioned in the Bible. I am not scaring you. It's in Hebrew 11. Go home and read. Now, even though they had to suffer for their faith, you know why they did that? Because they had hope. They know that this life is not for eternal. There is a better life. There is a better life in heaven, working with God, serving God, worshiping God. And because of that, they were able to endure that, okay? I'll be, I'll be honest, you know. Um, just by not preaching about persecution will not stop the persecution to come, all right? There are still persecution happening. You will be persecuted. You would be looked down. You know, there are times uh, I have personally faced persecution, but compared to what other people have faced, just because I'm Christian, I was looked down. Just because I said that I cannot come to so-and-so place, I can't go to so-and-so trip because I have to go to church, people mocked, you know? And trust me, when your best friend mocked at you, you don't feel good, you know, when people... And, you know, you will have some persecution one way or the other, you know? As small as mocking, you will be feeling that, you know, a heavy stone is put on your chest. But trust me, if you continue to have faith in God, if you continue to believe in God, you will have a reward from God. How many of you want reward from God? Okay, everybody wants, but it won't come easy. All right? You know, because even though God has chosen us, He has given us the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ came and died for us. He gave us uh, the commandment. He gave us a way of life. He, he taught us, you know, the Beatitudes and everything. But it's your and my responsibility to work on it. It's your and my re responsibility to, to share about it. All right? I'm going to leave you with this one verse. Okay? Uh, this... This 
Second Corinthians chapter five verse seven. For we live by faith, not by sight. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say. Keep doing that. Turn to your other neighbor and say. Again. 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 This has to be our life goal that we will live by faith, not by sight. All right. You know, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a small story. How many of you love story? Okay, uh, I think in 2009, uh, our, our family and relatives they decided that we will we will go to 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 a Europe country tour. Okay, and we were all excited. You know, it was just few uh, months back. I had changed my social surname to Fly High. You know, so you know, all my childhood I was I I we used to play and we used to look up on top and you know the plane is going and it's, 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 it was my biggest dream to fly, okay? Uh, my name is Robin, Robin means a small red uh, bird and you know, uh, I had dreams of me flying like Superman. I, I, I follow Superman, I know he's my best superhero. Uh, even I used to wear my mom's red dupatta behind my t-shirt and used to run and people used to run behind me. Yeah, that was me, that was my childhood. And we went to the visa office, uh, you know, they said like you need to have so many documents, so much money. Trust me, I had all the facts. Whatever proof they need, I had it in front of me. I submitted my paper and my visa was rejected. Okay, it was a Schengen visa. and your biggest dream of your life to fly shatters, okay? Then uh, we all fought with that German embassy. We had that audacity to fought with German embassy calling and so he said, okay, apply again. I again applied next day. Again, they said like, you know, your visa is rejected. And when I get my passport back on the last page, there is a stamp, okay? And there's a stamp, it's still there, I have that. And I looked at that passport, I looked at that stamp, and I said, what is this stamp? So it says it's a, it's, a, it's a stamp on your passport that your visa is rejected, which means there's a mark, all right? And I looked at that passport, I started crying. I cry a lot, okay? I'm a very emotional being, I started crying. I thought, I'll take that tears, put it on that passport, and I actually did that, okay? I'm not just saying, I tried wiping that. I went to that extent because I was shattered because my biggest dream was to fly. My social surname is Fly High and there's an ink on my passport that I am blacklisted. And on top of that, there are people around me who are giving beautiful lines. Oh, you have this mark, you can never travel. You will never get any visa. You will never get any passport. And all these facts started coming in front of me. And I researched online, yes, it was true. Because there was an ink on the passport, it says you are blacklisted, your Schengen visa is blacklisted, you cannot get visa. And I lived, you know, that was the, you know that wilderness experience? My wilderness experiences, there's a rejection link on my passport. You know, it shattered me. And, uh, you know, I, I, I went back home, you know, um, everybody was very sad. And they said, no, we will all cancel you, we can't leave you behind. I said, no you have to go because, you know, we spent so much money, we booked ticket, everything went well, but I, only my visa was rejected. I 
gathered myself and I went to, op, uh, to the airport to see them off. First time I went to an international airport and I came back, you know. I came back home and I cried, I don't know for how many hours, literally I cried and my only question was, Lord, why me, why me, you know. So I can understand if you do that cry, what wrong have I done? I, I did everything you said, I went to church, I came second in Sunday school, I am, I am in every skit, I became Joseph, I became, you know, every skit in the church, yes, I am doing, I became Abraham, you, I even became a sheep, you know, doing nothing, just meh, meh, that's all, I did everything, but why this happened to me? And there is a pin of silence from God. How many of you have reached a place where you have that pin drop silence from God? You don't hear anything. Okay? You know, with my experience, I tell you, hold on. Have hope. Have faith. Okay? And I lived with that. You know, I used to watch my passport every day and I used to pray. This is not the fact that, that, that you have called me. And then few days, few years down the line, uh, uh, there was an opportunity that we have to go to to uh, visit a, a print exhibition in US. And uh, I like, uh, okay, so he, he said, I want you to come. I said, I cannot come, you know, because the fact that I gathered about that passport and that, that, uh, that, that stamp from the German visa proved that I cannot travel. They will not grant me visa. And uh, I like, no, 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 it's okay, you still try. Uh, I gathered all my document. Oh, US visa, it's a pain. Okay, if you need consultancy for US visa, come to me. Okay, I have, I have made an offline copy of the US visa website on my laptop because back then internet was a problem and I've read in and out. I've, I've done all my research. I gathered everything, I had all the document. I went to the visa office. I don't know what problem that lady had. I gave her the document. She just flipped papers here and there. And then she gave me one paper, a printout paper, not even bond paper, okay? Like third class paper, she gave me a printout. And it says, uh, you go, you go. And I like, what happened? No, you go. And then I said, no, what happened? Then suddenly a big uh, security guy came. He sat next to me. He said, sir, you have to exit that way. And I came out and I read that paper, it says, your visa has been rejected for some reason. We are not liable to disclose that visa. And I'm like, you know, I've been back four years back. Everything all came back to me. Uh, but I, there was a peace. There was a peace in me. And I came back home. I told my parents. I told my friend. This is what happened. He got mad. He's like, uh, how can that be? You know, there's no reason that they can reject your visa. And here I am, you know. But this time, I was strong in my faith than before. I knew that I am in the will of God. I know if God wants, He will do. Because all I can do is gather all the fact about me and give it to them, and they reject it. My partner in UK, he got angry and crazy. He started calling the US Embassy in UK, the US Embassy in Bombay, and all of that is happening. And you know the story repeats. The same thing happened when I applied for that Schengen visa. Same thing, they are calling. I said, like, it's okay, don't do anything. Stay still. 
people said, no, they cannot reject your visa. How can they do? And he said like, go apply again. Again the same cycle happened. And uh, I, I called uh, Pastor Shaiju and he said like, you know, my visa got rejected. Even he said, it's not possible, son. So I like, why they rejected? But they didn't give any reason. He said, apply again. It cannot happen. You should get your visa. And uh, I was out of money. Uh, by the way, US visa costs a lot, you know, travel and a lot of fee. And I, I, like, people were saying, my US partner said, it's okay, it's not about money anymore. I'll give you the fee. He paid all my fee all over again. He sent me money and he said, like, you apply for your US visa. And there I am standing in a queue, you know, there were 400 people in a queue. It took two hours just to get to that window. You know, it's crazy. I, get, I, I gathered the same document, okay? I have no clue what new document, the only thing is, I had that one dirty printout paper that was there. I submitted that also, like, see, take. I don't want this also from you, it's already rejected. I even submitted that document to that next, thankfully that next time I, and I saw that lady, okay? I was standing in a queue, that's the funny part. So they, they, there are 10 windows, they'll make you stand in one, 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 one window. And I saw that that same lady is standing there. And I'm asking God, no, God, I don't. I did all my calculations, okay? Like, you know, if there are so many people, so much queue and all, I did my calculation. According to my calculation, I was not supposed to be on that window, all right? <laughs> when I was third in the line, I recalculated because some windows, the, the processing was happening fast, fast and they were just putting and I like, Oh no, I, I am back in that same lady. And I'm like, uh, I said, I was in peace, trust me. I was, there was a peace, you know, Bible says there is a peace that surpasses all understanding will be with you. I had that peace, I said, okay. I just closed my eyes and I stood there. A tap came on my shoulder, but I said, sir, you are next. And I looked, it was the next counter. I like, hallelujah, I had a victory, all right. And I went there. I gave the paper to that guy and uh, he checked all my documents and he asked me one question. Uh, you applied yesterday. So I was like, yes, I applied yesterday. Why are you back here? So I said, because you didn't give me reason. So I am applying again so that at least you will tell me the reason. So he pressed some paper, he jumped. Uh, and I noticed nobody is picking up phone and calling. For my case, he picked up the phone, he made a call. I don't know to whom he called because they, they, they closed a the window so that you can't hear anything. And, uh, and then he did some call, he opened and he said, yeah, you may go. So I said, uh, sorry, so they, you may go. So I said, okay, give me my passport and document. So he's like, no, you, we'll call you, your visa is approved. Okay. There were facts written about me, said about me, that I cannot travel, I will not get visa, I will be, I'm blacklisted, uh, and I went to two rejection and then this thing happened. I couldn't believe, trust me, you know, they say your heart, you skip a heartbeat and you know, your, you go, like you know, you blank out, like in, in, in the daylight you see stars, all that happened, okay? It didn't even happen when I met my wife. Okay, it all happened then. <laughs> I'll be honest, you know, I, I couldn't walk, I couldn't take the next step. And I came out and I, the first thing I did is I took a deep breath, I like... <sighs> and then I came into my senses and then started walking and first thing I like, I need to drink water because you know, everything in me was dry. And I drank water, I came back home 
my mother asked, where is your passport? My mother thought I lost my passport. <laughs> I like, no, mama, it's there. Uh, they, in, in, they'll call us when my visa is ready. And that day, facts changed. Okay? After that, I don't know, I, 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 how many countries? Whatever, it doesn't matter, you know. For, but for every country, I went for the Lord. Okay, I, I traveled with Revive Nations to so many countries to do ministry, to stand by my father, to stand by my Revive Nations leader. And I have been to so many countries, and I still have a valid visa for US. I can go to US anytime. I can go to Canada every time. I've, I've been, you know, I have valid visa. And that made me realize that there is a God who promised that you will fly for me and it will happen. And that day I realized that I will live by faith, not by sight. Okay, I will live by faith, not by sight. Okay, I don't know what people have said about you, what people have spoken about you in front of your face, behind your back, in your, against your relationship, in your marriage. It doesn't really matter. If you only live by faith, trust me, our God is good enough to give you reward from heaven. All you have to do is seek Him. Okay? Here's the line I want to leave you with. Don't let your facts define your faith. Don't let your fact define your faith. Instead, let your faith alter the facts in your life. You know, uh, there is a couple who is expecting a baby. They are very old, okay? Medically, they cannot have a baby, okay? But because they had faith, they are expecting a baby in a week's time. Okay? There are, you know, when, when Sasha tried to fry herself, you know, everybody likes fry items. She tried to fry herself. It was an accident, okay? I'm making it funny. But the enemy came to take her life. Okay? Uh, but I'll, I'll always remember what she said. She said, God is sovereign over us. She had faith in God, and she's sitting here with no scar on her body. Yeah. Okay? And that is why if you have faith, if you have faith, whatever the world has, has said about you, whatever facts are there in your life, you know, your medical issues, your health condition, your financial issue, trust me, I was supposed to be broke by this time. Okay, there are few people in this church whom, with whom I shared. I was not supposed to have money in my account, but I trusted God. I, I sowed, I sowed everything that I have. You know, I'll tell you one fact. It's, it's easy to give, it's easy to empty out your pocket, okay, when you have little, okay? Trust me, you all need to to gather the courage to empty you out because God is going to give you more. Amen. And, you know, trust me, if you trust God, if you have faith in God, if you have hope in God, 
Uh, Romans 5, 5 says, hope never disappoints, okay? Hope never disappoints, all right? I'll share you one last story, okay? Everybody know what happened in that Red Sea, all right? Uh, the, the, the Egyptian pharaoh, he was frustrated, and you know, he lost his son, and he, he told Israel, go take your people, and he gave their wealth and so many things, and all of a sudden, uh, God turned the heart of the Pharaoh and Pharaoh came with all his best army. In fact, all of his army to kill Israelites, all right? And here are Israelites standing in front of, so there's Red Sea in front of them. I want to visualize, I want you to picture, okay? I want you to be in that, you know, start visualizing that there is a Red Sea in front of you. There are some millions of people there is only one man, and his name is Moses. He's standing there, and there's a huge army with best chariots and sword. Uh, thank God they didn't have gun back then, otherwise they would have started shooting from far. And there is, there is, a, there is a, a fire in between that is stopping them, all right? And God told Moses, what are you? So God, Moses came and complained to, not complained, requested God, God do something. And God said to Moses, why are you talking to me? Why are you complaining me? Go, stretch your hand over the Red Sea and part the sea, okay? Now, I love Moses, I love Moses. You know, everybody has a discussion or question that they say like, you know, when you go to heaven, who will be the first person you would like to meet? Some say Paul, some say Peter, some say Jesus, some say God, some say Adam. Uh, everybody has different questions. I want to go and run and talk to Moses first. You know, you know his faith? He's mentioned in Hebrew 11. Why? He's known for his faith, okay? You know, all he saw was a burning bush. He didn't even see God. You know, he saw God way later. Okay, but he just saw a burning bush, he heard the voice of God, and he believed, and he had faith, okay? At that very moment, trust me, if I was a leader or I was Moses at back then, I would have said, take this talk, uh, stick to Aaron, and like, boss, tu samal, mere se nahi hota hai. and I would have ran, like, you know, I cannot handle this. But God is telling him, go at the Red Sea, and stretch your hand, and pray, and make the Red Sea part. Oh, back then, trust me, I, I didn't had that much faith or courage, but Moses had, okay? He believed God, and you know what he did? He went over that sea, he stretched his hand, and he prayed, and you know what happened, you know? The entire, the wind blew throughout the night, and there was a dry ground in between. Uh, can I request all the worship team to please come? We're gonna worship, and the people walked on dry ground, okay? Now, I'll tell you a fact, okay? If there is a sea, and even if there is a, a dry, if there is a way made, okay? The land is so mushy. Uh, I don't know what you call chikkad in English. Muddy, muddy puddle, you know? Uh, you know, because there is water, it, there would be a little muddy puddle because there's water. Water has been there for so many years. Come, come, everybody, come on the stage. And they walked on a dry ground, okay? And can you imagine what they saw on the left and the right si side of them? There were wall of water, 
Okay? Now, there was only one man with faith there. And he walked and people followed him. And because they followed a man who had faith, they were able to cross the Red Sea. Alright? I'm here to tell you, there are men and women of God placed over your life who have faith. Okay? This is one man, Pastor Piji. Please come. He is the father of this house. Alright? He's a man of faith. Okay? If you follow him, you will cross your Red Sea. Okay? And your faith in God will help other people to cross their Red Sea. You know, you, you would have so many broken people around you. You would have so many people around you who are, who are hurting, who don't have hope, okay? If you and I have the faith like Moses, you would help them to cross the Red Sea. Amen? How many of you want to have that faith like Moses? Can we all stand up? You know, if, if anybody is lost, there is your Moses standing here. You know, trust me, I, I've, I've known him for a long time and I've seen his faith. tuning in. We believe that you are blessed by the word. We would love for you to be our guest on any of the weekends on a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. or a Sunday morning service at 11 a.m. For more information, please visit our website dreamingrevival.com.